I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work, or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that discusses pretty much everything about modern dating. Each episode, we feature real stories from real people to tell us how they make modern dating work or not. But in today's case, our guest will tell us how she did make modern dating work. Her name is MK. 
Hey, girl. (laughs) So MK is 29 years old. She's been in San Francisco for 11 years, originally from SoCal. Where in SoCal? Uh, Like the Pasadena area. That's where I grew up, went to high school and stuff. Yeah. Rose Bowl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we brought MK on the show to talk about this idea of authenticity and being yourself when it comes to modern dating. And Julie saw one of your posts on Facebook. I saw on your post, and I'll obviously let you go into more detail about kind of taking this risk and sending a photo to your crush at the time, fully dressed in Hamilton gear. Yeah. So, So, (laughs) oh man, yeah. So I'm like obsessed with Hamilton, which is one of the facts about me in life. (laughs) And um, I guess now like a year and a half ago or even longer ago, I had just started, I got on one date with my current boyfriend, Jarrett, um, and we, in the time between our first date and our second date I had like my first Hamilton theme ride I'm a soul cycle instructor and for the theme ride I dressed up in a full colonial costume wow. like I was wearing a children's <laughs> colonial costume a wig with a wig <laughs> and a hat like the whole thing and I just looked like a young man from the 18th century Sexy. yeah, yeah I agree, right like totally the look every young woman's going for um and I just fully sent a picture of myself in that full costume. Wait, back up for a second. How did you meet Jared? Oh, okay. So we met on Hinge. Okay. And actually, in terms of like being your authentic self, we came out the gate being (laughs) just like outrageously authentic. Um, My general rule of thumb in life is introduce people to the weird as quickly as you can because it's not going anywhere. So I can't waste anybody's time. I don't want anybody wasting any of their time. So our initial exchange on Hinge, our messaging exchange, immediately dove into like this elongated joke about catfishing. And it ended with me saying something along the lines of, I've been hanging out with this life-size cardboard cutout of Justin Bieber lately and things are going really well so I want to kind of keep my options open but like I wouldn't mind grabbing a drink with you wow not holding back like that <laughs> at was, all like that was that was my pickup line like that is how I asked I've seen that Justin Bieber <laughs> yeah. cutout in your oh, soul yeah, cycle class he's, yeah. he's cheating on me yeah right? I used to be with him so um, then fast forward to your first date what did you guys do so we went out um we met up for drinks and the first bar that we had well, there had been this whole hilarious debacle of pushing the time back, and then Jarrett was going to be late, and then I was going to be late, and eventually I got there and got to the bar that we were supposed to meet at, and he was sitting outside because it was too crowded inside, and so we just made like a game time decision and walked up the street to another wine bar and just posted up inside there, and they were also really crowded, so we were literally sitting in a windowsill, and... Which bar? Um... I forget the name. I forget the name. It's somewhere in uh, Russian Hill, though. Somewhere, like, on Hyde. Um, I was just kind of going with the flow. And I also had had a few glasses of wine on me anyway. So, (laughs) whatever works for me. And um, we got there, and we're just huddled up in the corner. And Jarrett really hilariously, like, ordered a glass of Pinot Grigio. And then it appeared, and he was surprised it was a white wine. He was like, what? I thought I ordered a red wine. Oh, you don't know anything about wine, do you? This is going to go great. (laughs) Me neither. Um, And then we just talked for hours 
and so you had an immediate connection. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. There was just no what I loved so much about it and why I think it was such a great first date, like the best first date I've ever been on, obviously, uh, is that we just immediately went into it felt so comfortable. It was like banter. There was no small talk. It was, here are my crazy stories. Here are my crazy stories. Here's how I view the world. Here's how I view the world. And it was so fun. Was how so did the fun. date end? Uh, it ended, so <laughs> Jarrett actually told me that he, like, in the setup of the date, he told me that he had a surprise birthday party to go to that night. Hmm. And so he had to like leave at a certain time to get to the party. Oh, that's his out. <laughs> uh, which at the time I was like, oh yeah, no problem. I totally understand. And so I eventually looked down at my phone and realized we were an hour past when he was supposed to go for <laughs> his shit. And so I thought I was being so wonderful. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like we can wrap this up, blah, blah. So we wrapped up the date and... He was still going with that story that he had. He was, I think he felt like he couldn't really back out of it then. He loved the day was going so well. And so we parted ways and I kissed him goodnight and sent him along his merry way. And then found out after the fact that it was there was no bullshit. He just went home and, yeah. you know, by himself. Yeah, exactly. What compelled you to send this photo of you in full Hamilton gear? It was, um, it, it honestly, it was my form of flirting. <laughs> That is just hey, it works. Yeah, right. It's it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> I the the line that went along with it was something like, "Oh man, another late night at the office," and just me <laughs> and Hamilton gear. And what his res his response? It's like so weird that I still remember so clearly his response to that text message uh, because. That would be pretty overwhelming for anybody who <laughs> haven't known for that long to like, receive that. And his response was, oh, weird, I wore the same thing today. <laughs> and then he really sincerely asked, oh, that looks so cool. How did it go? Did you have fun? I bet it was awesome. Mm. And so I, for me, that's really sort of defined our whole relationship is it's been set up like a joke and then something really sincere to follow, which is, suits me very well. <laughs> Have you sent these messages before on other dates? Um, great question. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Is that like a photo you just have in one folder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I send after every day. It, yeah. You could weed out people. It happens. It happens like while while we were it happened in real time. Like I sent that picture in real time between our first and second date. And I've always I've always like dating-wise been really open with who I am and not hiding any of those facets of my personality because they're just so prominent. And they're going to find no out way. eventually. Exactly. There's <laughs> no way. And if somebody can't connect with you at your most authentic self, then it's never really going to work. That's where you want the chemistry to be, right? Mm -hmm. where, where you're letting that freak flag fly and they're like, yo, my freak flag sees you. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that. Yes. Yes. Our freak flags can make out together. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I just want to set the picture for our listeners because I'm just trying to imagine this. After you go on a first date with someone, I'm thinking about my own personal experiences. I have a hard time even sending a text message. Right. Because I'm like, well, the guy should follow up. Maybe he should tell me that he had a good time. 
But to send a photo, now if I were to choose to send a photo after a first date, I probably want to choose like the most attractive photo of myself, right? Mm. And then I maybe it's like me at a gala or, you know, oh, yeah. look at me at this like charity event. You got that lighting right. It's yes. Like the hair's on the <laughs> All that makeup. Okay. I want mm-hmm. them to see me at my best. You sent a photo of you. Normally you're in a sports bra. Yes teaching soul cycle but this is the one time you're fully covered from head to toe including a wig and a hat i've literally i've literally never thought of it that way i i I teach every single class like in a sports bra just in my leggings like spandex on spandex like sweaty living life and i opted yeah exactly to send him <laughs> the sexiest photo possible which is me in an amazon children's large <laughs> costume so here's the question did you have any hesitation in sending that photo no not really i i was like i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm doing it um and it it worked out well and i think that if it hadn't, that would have been really telling mm-hmm. for me. Because uh, there, th- this isn't to say that I, there have been times where I have let my free flag fly and people have been like, cool, I'm yeah. going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a great life. I would never like to see you again. It's like, okay, great, great, great. Good talk, good talk. See you but later. at least you know. You at know? least you it's know. Totally ahead of time. Yeah. Did you discuss it with your friends before seeing the photo? Was <laughs> I, there much time that you No, it was a quick this? turnaround. It was like that <laughs> night. Uh, so I didn't really, but I did like screenshot. I do remember screenshotting his response and then sending that mm. to my friends uh-huh. because I was so impressed with that response and that's just I mean that's his character too that's who he is as a person to he's always there to like celebrate the hilarious hijinks and then also (laughs) come in with like a sincere and how did you feel like how did it make you feel how are you doing had you guys talked before this photo yeah oh we had so we'd been on our first date already so like oh yeah I mean like in between yes we've been message like we've been texting each other because we were going out later that week. Okay. Um, so we had been texting each other back and forth. And I, the, I don't really have, I don't know what it is about us, but I think this is why too, if it is so great between us, but like there was never in the past, I've always, when you're texting back and forth with someone and there's a little bit of that hesitation and you do check with your friends, like, does this text sound weird? Does yes. this text like, can I say this? Can I say this? I kind of, the older I got in life, the more I'd gotten over that mm-hmm. in general. Totally. Um, but especially with him, it was just like stream of consciousness mm-hmm. 100% of the time back and forth. Yeah. And before we had even gone on our first date between when we had matched on Hinge and when we went on the first date, it was like right before the holidays and then when we got back from holidays and sometime in January and we've been talking, we've been texting in that in between time and... Uh, like when he was partying in Miami, like he was still, he would send me videos of somehow mm. he ended up near Drake at a club. <laughs> so like, constant communication. Yeah. Yeah. But it, and it automatically felt like I was talking uh, to like my best friend. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's when you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like, I feel like anytime you're questioning it, that is not the right person. Yeah. Right. You're hesitating. Well, we have a little surprise for you, MK. We oh called Jarrett right before you came in. Oh, my God. And we asked him some questions we think you might want to hear. Oh, God. So here we go. Hello? 
Hi, Jarrett. This is UA and Julie from Dateable Podcast. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Jarrett. So basically, we have two quick questions. One is, do you recall after the first date, the message, what she sent? What was that? Yeah, when she sent me a picture of her dress in all of her Hamilton gear and uh, said something witty, I'm sure, and made a joke about it. I loved it. So I, I think with dating and especially online dating or you know dating through apps, I feel like it can be hard to really find somebody who stands out sometimes and is really sort of being themselves. It can be a little hard to kind of express yourself um, over that medium sometimes. And she very clearly from the very beginning was uh, something a little different, which I liked. I think she she made some joke about it that I, I told her that I was actually wearing the same outfit. That was super weird. Um, and... Who, I, who wore it better? I, I loved it because, yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. You'll you'll have to come to my my soul cycle class to see. Um, <laughs> I think I think what I really liked about it is, is just that she very clearly was so passionate about what she was doing, and that is is really attractive, you know. So you know she's going to be here in like ten minutes. Do you have anything you want to say to her? <laughs> We're going to play this for her while she's here. Yeah, tell her, tell her that uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come home and see her in that outfit, and then, and then she, she can tell you who wore it better. <laughs> Some role play going on. Thanks again for your yeah, time. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think would have happened if you didn't send that photo? Um, you know, we were already. Well, I don't think I ever would have seen the show, the actual musical Hamilton. I sent him that photo, and he, that night, we were texting later that night, and he had, like, gone online and was looking at Wikipedia of Alexander Hamilton's history in general, and then about the show, and started listening to the soundtrack and getting a little into it, and fast forward, I think it was four months after that, in in May, uh, he surprised me and took me to the show in New York. Yeah. So so I hope I never sent that photo. I don't know if I'd ever seen the show, (laughs) first of all. And let me just clarify, you had this obsession with Hamilton before you even saw the show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) To be clear, I totally forgot, too, that before I sent him that picture, like, we had never talked about it. I mean, we'd only been on one date, but I'd never, (laughs) we never talked about it and never brought it up with him about anything. Um... And really dove right in there just to let him know what I was what I was into. Um, but I think that if I if I hadn't sent that photo, I think I would have missed out on some some fun stuff. We would still be seeing each other. I think the connection was right. so strong at that point. Uh, but I definitely don't think we've now seen the show together twice and it's like a thing it's a thing it's a thing it's a thing i do think if you didn't send that photo you would have sent a photo of something else oh yeah totally. Totally. Oh, it would yeah. come out eventually yeah. you were cut out it would have been that oh yeah i didn't answer yeah yeah he's gotten a lot of weird videos of like me and the beaver cut cut out it's okay so let's go on to some takeaways from yeah. this story what are some i guess what is some advice you can give to others who are maybe hesitant to show their true colors in the first couple of dates? Yeah, I, I get it. I really 
understand the hesitation because it's scary in life in general. It's scary to be vulnerable and be yourself and be real because there's always the potential that someone isn't going to be into it and there there's going to be some sort of level of rejection and that's really hard but the payoff is so big and it's so good and it just feels so good in life in general to be authentic um to be comfortable with who you are to own your space to own everything about yourself and I I have found at least in my experience that the more you show up to any type of connection or relationship or interaction with authenticity, like the brighter and stronger and more wonderful those connections become. So if doing it in a dating realm feels a little bit too aggressive at first, just try it more in normal interactions every day Mm. with like colleagues or friends or people you meet at Whole Foods who are checking me out like purchasing those avocados. Um, But I think it's just, it's like a muscle. And if you practice and you strengthen it, and then it'll help you to like just feel better in situations where dating, the stakes are a little higher. You're feeling a little more vulnerable, uh, but you'll have done it a little bit more. So you mentioned this word authenticity quite a bit. And I think for all of us, I mean, we know the dictionary definition of authenticity, but what is that? Is that some sort of feeling? What is it? And I, I do think that for anybody kind of thinking about who it, who am I? What is like the most authentic version of myself? I would just say it's what you are compelled to do. Yeah. Right? For example, you are compelled to send this photo and send this message because it's naturally who you are. But I think a lot of times in modern dating is that we think, well, if I were to do this, then what would be the consequence? We are so concerned with the consequence. I don't want to come off in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to see me in this certain way. I don't want her to think of me in a certain way. But the, at the end of the day, and you said something earlier is that if they don't accept you for who yeah. you are authentically, yeah. then they're not the right person for you. Right? Yeah, totally. We focus so much in dating on getting the other person to like us back. We forget that uh, we're pretty awesome too. And if right. they don't like us for who we are, then they're not the right person. Right. I think so much of that too is tied into growing as an individual in yourself and really feeling confident in who you are because I do believe that you attract then people who are drawn to that light uh and to that confidence and yeah I think I think exactly what you said authenticity it's it's doing what you feel compelled to do it's doing the things that bring you joy that make you feel good um and finding someone who not only enjoys who you are and those parts about you, but really amplifies them. Mm. And uh, it's it's okay. That's not to say, like, y'all don't have to be freaking weirdos out there, <laughs> like, dressing up in strange costumes, sending photos to people. Amazon's going to be out yeah, of stock right? with, like, Hamilton <laughs> and costumes. No, it's like, that's that's not the path for everybody no. at all. It's, it is. It's what feels good to you. It's what feels real to you. And... And what feels like the truest version of yourself and um, finding and appreciating the people in your life who embrace that and celebrate it. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing is like, you don't, it's 
there's a, I don't want anybody to get confused between someone who like tolerates your authentic self and yes. someone who celebrates right. your authentic self. Huge difference. Because this brought you guys closer. Oh, for sure. Like you, obviously he liked that you did this and then your response to his response got you excited yeah like it built up your momentum and builds up that connection yeah I think sometimes when we talk about what we're looking for an ideal partner we often talk about like finding a connection with someone on um how we view life and how what kind of family we want to raise and like what what our aspirations are how ambitious we are but we forget to say we need to find someone to connect with us on some of the things that are kind of off the beaten path, yeah, right? Like, your quirks, the things that you, that are weird about you, your vulnerabilities, your weaknesses. Yeah. Those are also points of connection. And in fact, those can help us get to a deeper connection with someone. Yep. Right, because that's what opens the door. Like, I love. I think everyone would love to bust through and automatically get into the deep conversations of what do you think the meaning of life is? What do you think? Like, how many kids do you want? And stuff like that. Yeah. But the reality is, yeah, creating all of these smaller points of connection and intimacy along the way are what sort of guide that and, and let it get to that place. Right. I, I mean, there's that quote that I'm totally going to slaughter right now where it's like, <laughs> the world is weird. You're a little weird. Like everybody's a little weird. You just find the people, find the person who's weird matches up with your weird and we call it love. Mm. And I think I like that, that there's That's a lot great. to that. Um, it's just, it's like, I've always been on the hunt for my best friend who it just so happened I can't keep my hands off of. Like there's that, <laughs> Those were both parts to it. And I think that if you, like, wouldn't hide it from your best friend, right. you shouldn't hide it from your partner. Yeah. Because that's not how your friendships are. No. I think Jared actually said a point that stuck with me, mm. like, that you stood out especially with online dating, one of the things that we hear a lot from people if they're going on multiple dates and seeing tons and tons of people is that, like, if you don't make that connection, you kind of just, like, fall off. Oh, 100%. Out of the area. So I think, like, what you did, I mean, obviously, people shouldn't just get the Hamilton costume to make a statement like you said. Don't copy. But, (laughs) well, not just that, just do what's authentic to you. But I think something that makes you stand out, being yourself, will, back to what you've said, will, like, attract that right person and have them see you differently. Yeah. I mean, none of this would have ever even happened if in that initial message exchange on Hinge on the dating app, if we both hadn't come out the gates, like it it was, it was, it, it did stand out. I like everybody else had had a million conversations that were like, Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. Out, and then never went anywhere. He, <laughs> he did open with the line, so what does MK stand for? Hmm. And I got I got an opener opening line about my name a lot on dating apps. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. And I was like, oh, brother, not another one. <laughs> but then I just like dove in right away to the joke. And um, he came back with like a witty response and it just snowballed mm-hmm. from there. So that's a good takeaway. Even if someone doesn't give it to you, like you can turn the conversation. Oh, for Absolutely. sure. Because my I could have been like Mary Kate, like how are you doing? How, how was you? your weekend? Yeah. yeah, but it's just doesn't have a style. So, um, yeah, I think just really owning your space and owning who you are, and people in general in life, relationships are a reflection of that. But like just in life in general, the more authentic you are, I found the 
the better your connections are to the world around you. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. So what's weird about Jarrett? Some of his Um he so I always make the joke that like I don't know if he's funny, but he makes me laugh. But he is funny, but he is funny. <laughs> um he like wears weird socks to work every day. He works in finance, so he has like a really big sock collection and I thought that was a joke when he first told me and then I saw them <laughs> this is oh my god this is another story so within our like a month of dating or something he uh had had a few drinks one night and I guess he signed me up for a, a monthly sock subscription oh because he had like memorized my address from the one time he'd been over <laughs> so definitely could have been a serial killer <laughs> Lucky me, it was just socks. Um, <laughs> but that's just another example of how our weird just really matches up. There was another time. This was the night that I, I like knew I this guy was for me, and I was like falling in love with him. We ended up at a totally empty club in San Francisco on Super Bowl weekend, where DJ Polly D was DJ, oh but there was not a single Shut person up. in this giant club. Except for Polly D and like his go go dancers and his lighting people and the bartenders. And we had to beg our way into this club. I'm not joking. It was just the two of us. And this isn't, this is, that was the type of adventure or thing that I would totally do on my own. And it was so cool to be with someone who was doing it as well. Yeah. And then we were in there and like kind of watching. And at one point to me, Jared was like, we should go down on the dance floor and dance in a totally empty club, <laughs> making eye contact with the one DJ with the only soul in there. That's DJ Polly and I was D. Like, yes, yes, DJ Polly D. And I was like, uh, yeah, absolutely, we have to. But that that would have been the thing I would suggest. Like, let's jump down and dance. Yeah. So it was fun to find someone who suggested that on his own. And the other great thing is, for as much as we line up in a lot of ways. We are also so different and the balance there is really wonderful. And that's what I mean about finding someone who celebrates your authenticity. It doesn't have to match yours. Like they don't have to be like you. In fact, I highly, you know, recommend finding someone who, who balances you. (laughs) I don't know. You two soul cycle instructors in Hamilton gear together up there. God bless. That's just too much competition. This this man, he, he really, he really, I really give him a lot to celebrate. Uh, (laughs) Like every day is an adventure, but to find, to find someone who, who just gets it and, and appreciates it and, and wants to be a part of it with you, but also, Totally has all their own wonderful things about them. Yeah. Yep. How long have you guys been together? We've been together for um, what, like almost, I guess, oh, what's 24 months minus six? 18 months? <laughs> yes. Yes. 18 Math. months. I honestly don't know. This is like a baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like February, <laughs> February of... Um, 2016. Okay. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And we live together down the road and it's great. Nice. Let's go on to our question of the day. Yep. Question of the day is a little bit different. Uh, it's a story from my friend and I just want to tell the story. I have her, uh, approval. <laughs> Love it. So she's been dating this guy and they're getting along. They're really great. And she's a little quirky, which I love. That's why we're friends. So she's over at his place one day and his brother's over as well. And he asked her to get something from his, his bedroom in front of his brother. 
And so she's like really playful and she makes animal noises every once in a while, like some of us do. Totally. And so she started running to the bedroom barking because she's like fetching something for him. So she's like, rub, 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 like going to the bedroom and comes back out and gives him whatever it was. So later on that night when the brother left, um, he sat down with her and said, hey, when you were barking earlier when my brother was here, I really didn't appreciate that. Can you make sure you don't do that again? At least not in front of my brother. And he was completely serious. Yeah. First of all, I meow all the time. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Just like, no. <laughs> um, so I get it. I think talking to him and asking him why, like, why did that make you, why does that make you uncomfortable? What, what is it about that? Um, because maybe there's like a deeper thing that they should be discussing in general. I think it's, I think it's, how long have they been dating? She's been like off and on for a few months, like six or seven months. But it's like, she said it was getting to a place that it was getting serious. Yeah. That's tough. I I would try to see what the deeper reason for Mm -hmm. why that would annoy him. Uh, Because it's okay for, I mean, I date like, I date an introvert. He is an introvert, introvert. I am an extrovert, an extrovert. So there have been times in our relationship where Jarrett has had to communicate to me like, hey, when you, when you tell me we're going home and then you surprise me by taking me to this bar to meet like a thousand of your friends I've never met before and it's a giant party, that's a little overwhelming for me. Uh, you like, yeah. tone that down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Right. Uh, so I appreciated being able to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think that if, if he doesn't dig her weirdness then what's the point what's the point yeah but if there's something if it's a t- if a dog barking is like a triggering noise for him i don't know they <laughs> or like the brother or... like maybe there was something because it was his brother was there i don't know i mean i think i agree with mk it's like just have the conversation and see what the root cause was right yeah, because you don't know if, like, the brother's dog may have died and he's super sensitive to dog noises. I mean, there could be a totally. billion or reasons. Or he's uncomfortable around his brother. Who knows? Who knows? Right, right. right. Exactly. exactly, exactly. There there are a million reasons. So I would say just, like, talk about it and discuss. But also, it's been on and off again for seven months. Yeah. What but if someone doing? can't accept the weird, then, yeah, it's over. It's yeah. time like, to move on. Yeah. It's time to move on. It's hard to do that, right? Because if everything else is going well in a relationship, right. they just can't embrace this one aspect yeah. of you. It's hard to walk away. I understand why that's tough. But I think that's also going to pose more problems down the line if you stay in a relationship. I think it depends if it's the essence of your personality. That's kind of a big factor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little more than everything else that could be lining up. So. But as with anything in a relationship, or if you're just dating someone casually, communication is so key. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about the event that happened. Totally. It's about how you react to it right. and what you talk about. Or even anyway. her being vulnerable and saying, this made me question if I can be myself yes. with yeah. you and yes. seeing his response to that. Yeah. Julie, do you have any quirks? I don't know. Any of your quirks? I mean, I'm sure I do. Let's be <laughs> honest. I wonder what your quirks are. Calistoga, I, I, you really love going to Calistoga. <laughs> I'm pretty authentic with you, so if you don't see them, then yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. Maybe too. I'm just not that weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Authenticity also, I think, doesn't have to necessarily just be yeah. quirk. Right, right. Like I think too. Like God bless the the people who are like chiller and a little bit more quiet. Yeah, and yes. like that's that's 
That's their truth living. That's yeah. good. We need you. I need you. I was going to say, trust me, UA, I'm, I'm not holding back on yeah. it. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I definitely, you're definitely very authentic with me. You're not trying to play any games. Yeah. I like you. If equally. I can't play games with you, then I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, MK, for telling us the story. This is really fun. Yeah, like, I, I love it. I love it. It was a blast. Be really yourself. Lucky. Everyone I, else is taken. Yeah. Right? And I also am obsessed with Hamilton. Oh, Oh my god, amazing. I, I've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop after I watched it. It's just, so good. It's we, so freaking good. It's so, so really good. good. That. The next time Jarrett and I go on another Hamilton day, I'll be sure. Let me know. Bring you along. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And listeners at home, you know, we appreciate your authenticity through your stories. Tell us your stories. We want, we would love to have you as a guest on our show or just entertain us. We love hearing all of your dating stories. And on that note, we'll wrap this up. One, two, three, stay Your action item this week is to take a chance and embrace your quirks on dates and in life. If you feel like you've been holding back on dates, this is a week to hold back a little less, within reason, of course. As MK put it, you want to find someone who doesn't just tolerate your authentic self, but rather someone who accepts and celebrates your authentic self. Go into dating with that mindset, and you may find it change the way you act on dates now that you have a different goal in mind. If you didn't know already, in our off-season, we launched a premium series called The Why Series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We've had some great feedback on how actionable these episodes are, so check it out on our website under the tab Y Series. Or you can now buy directly from iTunes Music. The most efficient way to meet new people is a combination of online and offline. 500 Brunches has your offline covered. Connect over brunch with new friends. Come alone or bring a buddy. There is always a table full of friendly faces, mimosas, and eggs benedict. Sign up at 500brunches.com and use the code DATEABLE for a free entry. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcast. Mm-hmm.